I'm gonna tell you guys a little secret about me. Are you ready? I love flavor. I mean, I love food, but what makes food so incredible? Yeah, all those awesome flavors. I love seasonings, spices, herbs, and sauces. And when I first learned about the keto diet, I wondered if I was still going to be able to enjoy all of those awesome and incredible flavors whenever I wanted to. Welcome to the Easy Keto Podcast. Each week, join health strategist and keto coach Shyla Ann as she takes you on a journey to achieving wellness in your mind, body, and soul. In conversation with various experts, insider advice, and actionable tools are available at your fingertips so you can live an empowered life. And now, your host. Today, I'm going to talk about the interesting history of food flavors, why seasonings are your best friend in the keto diet, and my top 11 must-haves. And let me tell you, it was a struggle to narrow it down to 11. I mean, it sounds like a lot, but it's really not. Looking into the history of food is very remarkable. As far as the world history of flavors, it goes beyond even recorded history. That being said, people have always enjoyed food that tastes great. Basically, people ate what grew naturally in their region and what was readily available. Thailand had a lot of seafood and lemongrass, Hawaii had pork, poi, and fish, and Mexico, corn, and beans. Think of a traditional meal from your home country or region. It more than likely came about because those food items were readily available. Can you imagine being the town taste tester? Like, think about it, right? There are mushrooms, berries, and even fish that can be deadly to eat. Like, deadly. Who is the person that had to test to see if something could be consumed without getting ill? There are certain foods that even have to be prepared or picked at certain times to avoid deadly consequences. My family and I love to forage wild food and we often wonder about that. Did the townspeople have a vote? Did they assign food taste tester to like a prison inmate or maybe to someone in the town who didn't really contribute or maybe people were just hungry and were willing to try anything once because some foods are only once bum, bum, bum. <laughs> now there's some food for thought as well travel became more common and people began to immigrate more across the world The introduction of traditional cuisine to new and foreign places became a welcomed change to food. Why? Because people love to eat food that tastes great and are normally willing to try something new. Cultures and flavors began to mix, and here we are today with an incredible array of food, especially when you live in a melting pot country like the USA. Now, I'm not a food historian, so of course, I know I'm missing many specific details that make up the intricate history of food. And let me tell you, yes, food has an intricate history. And if you are a food historian and want to have a conversation about that, get in touch with me on your favorite social platform.
I'm at Easy Keto Menus. Did you enjoy that brief yet awesome segment on food history? Did it make your mouth water to think about all the delicious food that you love? Well, good, because we're going to keep that conversation going. Right now, you're going to see why the keto diet is going to be your best friend if you love great tasting food and want to get healthy. Keto is the consumption of low-carb, high-fat, and moderate-protein meals. Meals that enable us to lose weight, surge with energy, and enjoy mental clarity. Diet is defined as 1. The kinds of food that a person habitually eats. 2. A special course of food to which one restricts oneself, either to lose weight or for medical reasons. If you've ever tried a diet in the past, you were more than likely stuck with food that was just bland. Practically starving yourself for results or eating the most crazy and restrictive consumables. I.e. the baby food diet or the grapefruit only craze. Who else remembers those? Be real now. Did you try it? (laughs) But see, that's what makes the keto diet different. Yeah, it has the word diet in it. But the negative connotations that go along with other diets just don't apply here. Especially with me, the Easy Keto Podcast. We are all about riding that balance between foods that taste incredible and are still healthy. My inspiration? I grew up in the state of Hawaii, Oahu Island mainly. And if you've ever been to Hawaii, you know that we have just about every type of cultural food you could imagine. From the curries of India to the pateles of Puerto Rico, all authentically made, all available in this 44-mile-long island and 30 miles wide, of course. I've come accustomed to many flavors and styles of eating, which is why diets have never worked for me in the past. I want the health benefits of healthy food, but I also want great tasting meals. Am I right? Food that will quench my appetite, not leave me yearning for more. I don't want to go to bed starving. I'm sorry, I don't. I want to go to bed happy. On top of that, I was already eating certain foods that promote kidney health because I have kidney dysplasia, which is a type of birth defect. And so now I basically only have one kidney. I searched high and low for a diet that can meet my needs. But little did I know, I was already taking part in one that did just that, the keto diet. Did you know that seasonings, sauces, spices, and herbs have practically zero carbs in them? They make your food taste great, they don't negatively affect your diet, and they can even provide some awesome benefits. Making flavors your best friend in the keto diet. Here's the Easy Keto Podcast guidelines to flavor. Spices and herbs you can use as normal. Seriously, go crazy. Fresh herbs, dried herbs, all of it. Pre-mixed seasonings like Mrs. Dash or steak seasoning can also be used in as many ways as you can think of. As long as they don't have sugar snuck into them. Don't worry though, many brands make incredible sugar-free premixes, like brands that you probably already use. Sauces used to be a bit more of a challenge. If you've ever looked at an ingredients list, you'd see that many sauces have added cane sugar. 
which is a huge no-no in the keto diet because it is so high in carbs and it elevates blood sugar levels like crazy. And come on now, when you're trying to go on any sort of healthy eating binge or habit or lifestyle, what's one thing all of them have in common? You're supposed to take out sugar. (laughs) They cause many health problems, or I should say they lead to many health problems, especially in overconsumption, which we as a society overconsume sugar a lot more. It is just in so many products. When I looked into this, this is like a whole thing. Sugar is just like a whole thing in itself. A lot of sauces had to be homemade. But now that keto has gone mainstream, you can buy sauces like ketchup, ranch dressing, mustard, mayo, and even barbecue sauces at any grocery store. Sugar-free, keto, awesome. You don't interrupt your normal shopping habits, which is a sweet deal. Now... I'm going to list out to you 11 of my all-time favorite flavors. It'll be a mix of seasonings, herbs, and sauces. Just keep in mind, this was a tough list for me to put together. Originally, I was going to start with five, and I it was just too difficult. So now I'm at 11. <laughs> These flavors are in no particular order. I love them all equally. They go in... All the different meals I love to eat all the time and I wouldn't be able to live without probably any of them. So let's get started with number one, garlic powder. Like what doesn't garlic powder go with? It makes everything taste better. (laughs) Maybe that's just my Asian side, but I love garlic. Serious. (laughs) Two, sea salt. Now I specifically love, love, love Hawaiian sea salt. Growing up, We would put Hawaiian sea salt in like everything. Hawaiian sea salt even has awesome medicinal properties. Incredible. It's just incredible. But if you live in the mainland or anywhere outside of Hawaii, regular sea salt works just as well. Number three, ground pepper. I like that it gives food a bit of a bite. Four, sugar-free mayo with extra virgin olive oil. Five, Italian seasoning. It's a premix, and I love putting it in pastas when I make pasta sauce and salads. Number six, curry powder. I love curry. I have Japanese curry, Thai curry, and Indian curry mixes ready to go. And yes, there's a difference between all types of curry. Seven, pizza seasoning. Pizza. Need I say more? Number eight, fresh rosemary. Number nine, fresh basil. Number 10, red pepper flakes. I like spice and spice is also great for metabolism. So for me, it's a win-win. And number 11, green onions. The crunch, oh my gosh, I love green onions and it just gives like that nice, bam, I don't know, flavor. It's incredible. I love the smell of green onions. I love chopping them up. We have a garden, and among other things, we grow fresh herbs, like the rosemary, the basil, and the green onions that I talked about. During the cold season, we grow our herbs indoor, so that we always have a ready supply. And I'm telling you, if you think you have a brown thumb, 
Try growing some herbs. Just put them on your windowsill. You just need to start off with like a small little pot, some potting soil, and just stick your herbs right in there. They sell herbs that are already growing in the produce section and the garden sections at like every store that sells produce and garden stuff. <laughs> They're so easy to keep alive. You'll be amazed. And the flavor that they add in your food is just nothing like it. I mean, dry seasonings and dried premixes are great, especially if you don't you're not able to grow your own. But if you can, if you just have a little windowsill space, pick one or two of your favorite herbs and just try it out. Just try it. And then it, you don't even need that much to add in your food when they're fresh. Just chop some up, dice some up, and just throw it into your food, okay? Have you ever ate a beautifully buttered steak with some sea salt, some ground up pepper, and some fresh rosemary? little bit of extra virgin olive oil in there oh my gosh it is a beautiful thing if you're vegan or vegetarian fresh herbs should be right up your alley i mean you should know how incredible these are to add to your dishes all of the items i listed can be bought at any grocery store in the cooking aisles ranging from like a dollar to ten dollars depending on product size brand and organic labeling the seasonings, spices, and sauces that we use a lot, we tend to buy from Costco or Sam's Club because it is so worth the money to buy a big jar of it and they last forever, especially if you're cooking for an entire family. After you listen to this episode, I invite you to go to easyketomenus.com forward slash recipes. Choose at least one recipe to try, anything that catches your eye maybe a gourmet pizza or a tender pot roast or even my really fun and awesome strawberry summer infused water drink that I made with fresh herbs from my garden and fresh strawberries from my garden. <laughs> if you want to know a fun secret to that recipe, you could totally add white rum and make it into a strawberry mojito. It's keto. <laughs> We all enjoy a good drink once in a while, right? As you look at these recipes, and even as you hopefully decide to try them out, you'll really get to see how Easy Keto Menus combines flavor with health. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you've been loving the Easy Keto Podcast, be sure to leave a review. It really helps me to get the word out. To find out more about this episode, please visit easyketomenus.com or come say hi to me at Easy Keto Menus. I'm on all your favorite social platforms. Remember, when you move with pace and purpose, you'll be able to achieve your dream goals. Until next week, have an empowering day.